are elite. For everything you need to know about Mercedes Monet's AEW debut, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Subtle results, still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulties swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, Headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey everyone, it's Jack from Cultaholic back again and once again I'm joined by Andrew and Ross because we're here for a pictures video. We've got another beer. Yes. We've been sat here for the last two days eagerly awaiting <laughs> this video to get started. Uh, we're all in the same clothes. We'll have mm-hmm. a second beer. Yeah. Oh, we're oh, we not downing it, are we? We'll are we try. downing it again? It's hard when I don't want to do it. Oh, right. do it again. Just felt uh, I want to sip this one. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Oh my god, that went down the wrong way for a second there. He done it! Couldn't yeah, do it. Uh, Couldn't do it. Oh, he's done oh. it. Man got two. I thought I started this video. Content. I don't want to do it, lads. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm going to get pelters in the comments for that. But No pressure. No pressure. Enjoy oh your beer. What's your gullet made out of? I don't know. York, Yorkshire. <laughs> Just Yorkshire. Steel, then, therefore. Yorkshire Steel. We're back for another pitches video for WWE in 2022. Now, if you saw our last one on AEW, you'll know that these take more of a thematic feel, but there are some specific storylines if we want to as well. Andrew did a marvellous oh. one in the last video, I must say. <laughs> I need a burp as well. I did three marvellous ones. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ross did three did, marvelous ones. You got uh, three yeses. I did, yeah. I did two and got a no. Oh, that's fine. Um, <laughs> well, just in case you missed it, he pitched Cody Rhodes to win the title of Hangman oh, Page. But it made sense. Mm. But it did made it? sense. Yes, of course it did. Um, anyway, this is about WWE, though. And, and we're going to be talking about our nine pitches for WWE in the year 2020, going around in a circle. Ross, what did I say? 2020? 2022. Whoa. Going back in time. Um, 2022, we're going around in a circle. Ross, Andrew, then myself three times, and that'll leave us with nine lovely pitches. But it's not what we think's going to happen. It's, it's what, what we want to happen. Ross, your first pitch, please. Now, it's easy for me to sit here. Excuse me. 
Oh my god! It's easy for me to sit here and say this to WWE when I'm not. <laughs> it's not <laughs> when I'm not employed by WWE and don't work for WWE. But the title of this one is "Stop Putting Your Bank Account." Oh my god! A demon's just coming out of ahead of the quality of your show. You don't have a bird, but it gets trapped. You have to try and go. This is the set. Now my pitch is. Stop putting your bank account ahead of the quality of your show. As I say, it's easy oh, yes. for me easy for me to sit here and say this, but as a viewer and as a fan, as a consumer of your product, it ruins it, quite frankly. I'm thinking of Pizza Hut Battle mm. Royal. That, that's a, a lesser example. Or a, a higher example, we have Golden Egg Bollocks. Mm-hmm. We have Zombie Bollocks mm. and other assorted bollockses. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, it's, it's just, it, I might as well spout this out there, but there's a hack theory on my part that somebody is setting up these deals. Let's assume it's, uh, it's old, uh, not Tony Khan, Nick Khan is, uh, is not, not related at all, is he? Uh, Nick Khan, she's got the same name. Mm. Um, he's setting up all these deals and bring them to Vince McMahon. <laughs> Vince McMahon doesn't want to do them, but Vince McMahon begrudgingly likes money, so is doing them. Because I'm thinking of the story that came out to do with the Golden Egg at Survivor Series. Apparently, the original plans for that was to have it in the 24-7 title picture because Vince thought for what it was, a silly golden egg. But they were like, no! Yeah, The Rock wasn't having that. money! Lots of money, let's have it higher up the card. Mm. So, I've taken from that that Vince could, he could leave these, but he likes money. But he could leave them. And I'm going to latch myself onto that hopeful bit Mm -hmm. of the conundrum. Um, So I guess this is a question of how much money is too much money for WWE. How much money is too much money for WWE? Can you have too much money? No. Can you have enough money? Yes, you can. And I reckon they get enough money from the TV deals, Mm -hmm. the Saudi deal, the sponsorship deals like Red Notice and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I guess they would maybe go down a bit in price because you're not getting, for example, golden eggs or zombies ruining your pay-per-views. You've got your peacock things. You've got your network things. You've got your merchandise things. You've got all the other revenue streams that do we have. YouTube, I assume they make a fair pretty penny from that as well. So how much money is too much money, Vince McMahon? Oh, a question directly said into my mind right there. Wow, wow. Just get by on enough. Enough yeah. is fine. Vince doesn't need to keep making all this money. He no, doesn't. he doesn't. Especially he... when they come out every quarter and say, record profit margin. Yeah. Well, well done. But... You release 50 wrestlers a year. Yeah. This year. yeah. Ah, you, yeah. Make, you make up the difference in your money there, you knobhead. Whoa. Aye. And, and why don't <laughs> go you... On. Aye, go on. And also, I feel like, just to add to your point, it's not just a case of, you know, morals or when they're releasing people but making all this money. It's not just a case of that. It also, it's less important, but it's still important as a fan. It also has a detrimental effect on the product. Mm-hmm. How much did that zombie thing dominate yeah. the show? Like, oh. everyone was just talking about the zombie thing. How much did the egg thing oh. make us think The Rock was coming back at yeah. Survivor Series and then he didn't? So And then I it got think... paid off in one day, and then that left me annoyed on our podcast. And then we found out the story about Vince McMahon won it in the 24-7 title picture mm. a week after that. So in turn, you're making us look a bit silly, Vince McMahon. <laughs> That's the most important part as well, yeah. yeah. Um, we don't want to look silly either because of your money-making ways. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, were you finished with your pitch, sorry? I'm finished, yes. It was a yes from me then, there we go, for the reasons I've just said. Yeah, and a, a yes from me as well. It does diminish the product very much so. And I, I know, like, to some certain extent, WWE is aimed at a younger audience um, and I can see why they include the zombie stuff and the egg stuff, but it's just so inconsequential that it, it it genuinely just doesn't need to be a thing. And then you end up with these pay-per-views being more of an advertisement for something than actually 
about the stories and things like that as well. Mm, it yeah. really overtakes mm. everything else. Oh, the opening package for Survivor Series was it more was, about Red Notice. It was it more was, about yeah. eggs and Red Notice than it was about the... And I guess that might be the reason why, because there wasn't really that much story <laughs> leading up to Survivor Series in the first place. Anyway, it was there. But so. I'm not saying here that the WWE shouldn't try and make money through sponsorship yeah. deals because they've done that historically. I remember Paul Heyman getting very passionate about a Snickers bar <laughs> back in 2001. Skittles! JR, JR and Skittles. Yeah. Right, JR was the Skittles one. I'm sure yeah. Heyman was the Snickers one. Mm. Um, but they can still do that, but just not have it dictate the product. Yeah. Please. I agree. I know. Have the storyline dictate the I product. Because I, I, I guess that's the thing as well. It makes sense, doesn't it? Because of the re- because of the wrestlers involved, the WWE wrestlers, and it does make sense to include stuff like that. Sorry, you okay? I know you're a heavy man, but stop. The table's coming up at that Oh, time. is it? Sorry. I'm, <laughs> I'm getting, too, I'm getting you, very passionate if you, about If you're this. hearing background rumbles, it's because the table's banging the other I table. Do, I do apologize. Um, and I've lost my train of thought now. <laughs> it's gone completely from me. But yeah, I, I, oh, sorry. I get, I get that it is down to obviously the the wrestlers involved the wrestlers with wwe and and understandably they want to sort of advertise that as well but at the same time yeah as you said just don't just don't let it dictate stuff because then we end up just sighing and being sad for what wrestling has become almost you know it hasn't been used well (laughs) (laughs) it'd be be all right if it was used well yeah Yeah, so definitely 2021 being the most recent examples with the zombies the the zombies and the golden egg Mm. It hasn't been used well, has it? No. no. I no. do hope they rein that back a bit. Well, we're all in agreement on that one. Yeah. Andrew. So my first pitch is Ross versus Vince McMahon. No, it's not. For I'll take him. Yeah, I bet you would take him as well. I'll just force feed him a burrito. <laughs> Set that IBS off. Because he doesn't know what burritos are, right? No, just no, set yeah. the IBS off. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, stodgy, yeah, some meaty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's meat. a good idea. I need to call it a meat wrap and embarrass right. himself. I like it. Yeah. I like it. You um, do. My first I shouldn't laugh at IBS. It's a horrible no, thing. It's bad. Yeah. It is bad, yeah. I feel bad about saying that now. Well, the, but you'd beat him in a fight, though, I think. Yeah, you would oh, beat him in a fight. I don't think I would. Absolutely. No, you would. Yeah, yeah. him slap Austin Theory. Oh. I can't move that quick. Hi-ya! <laughs> what? You, you just proved you, you can't... Whoa. You turns can't turns out Ross is a ninja. <laughs> He's a ninja. Whoa. My first pitch is to do with, and I've been saying it for a number of videos now, but what I want to do, I want to get it out there now so then I never have to see it again on a pitch's Ooh, video yeah. ever, ever again. Right? Right. And this is it. Xavier Woods wins the Rumble and goes on to face Big E at WrestleMania. Oh, Big E at WrestleMania. Big e at WrestleMania. Not Roman Reigns at no, WrestleMania. No, I've got a little thing. Oh, okay, okay. What's the storyline here, Andrew? Let me tell you the storyline, boys. Are you ready? Is yeah. it just a good old-fashioned straight-down-the-middle fight between good two good friends to see who is the better man? A Donnybrook? Yes, <laughs> yes. That was pretty much it. Um, a so... melee down Donnybrook Lane? <laughs> a square go? Yeah. A tita Tete-a-tete? A tete That's not even a fight, a is it? It was a tete-a-tete. Isn't that like a dance? Dessert, isn't it? A tete-a-tete. It's, it's, dan- it's a dance or a dessert. It's okay, like well, a, a tete-a-tete. Well, Should I just go through it? Yeah. Okay, so he's been consistently great in all his matches this last year and probably prior to that as well. He's been so, so good and he's had time to really prove himself as a singles competitor with Biggie on Raw. Kofi out of the picture for a little bit as well. He's recently come back, but... It's a short, private conversation. Ah, tete-a-tete. Uh... 
And after his King of the Ring win, it really feels like there's momentum behind Xavier. And it also feels like he knows there's something special that's happening around him at this current moment in time. Um, so his crown's been shattered, but in the grand scheme of things, the crown really means very little because mm. he's proven himself that he's the king of the ring. He's proved that prior, he's, he proved that prior without the crown, but now with that win under his kingly belt, why did I write that? <laughs> under his kingly belt, he's ready, ready yeah. to aim for the real gold and prove that he deserves to hang with the greats. So with Adam Pierce and Sonny Deville being meanies at the moment, uh, they take this as a sign that Woods is like trying to insert himself into the main title picture without their consent. So they disagree with Woods being ready. Though know? he failed to topple Roman Reigns and his crown's been stolen, he's every bit as unprepared as anyone else in that locker room that's moaning and complaining that they're ready. Uh, however, uh, they aren't unfair people. So they say to him, "Win the Rumble from the number one position. That way, we'll really see if you're worthy of holding a title." From the number one. From the number one position. That's the second hardest position to win from that's in crazy. WWE. I know, right? Two's harder. It is. Yeah. That's very Everyone true. says this, but... That's yeah. true, yeah. Is that because you get a breather when you're number one after your entrance? Uh, yeah. Number one, you're in the you, ring first. You get to, like, right. soak up all the sides, don't you? you? You're composed by that point. <laughs> number two gets no chance. Nah. Because, oh my God, I just thought about it. Number two has to slide in the ring whilst number one's already That's in the ring. Just, so number one yeah, can get in the ring. advantage. Mental. Crazy. Just anyway. Distract him with a zombie or a gold neck. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so Xavier does win. He wins the Royal Rumble. Unless you're clever like Chris Jericho did in 2003 yeah. and got Christian to pose as him. Oh, that's my That's one of my favorite Rumble Yeah, that's really ever. good. That. So good. I yeah. forgot about that. So good. Um, so Woods wins the Royal Rumble and kind of like the trials of Kofi uh, Kingston up to facing, facing Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania, Woods is put through the same ringer. You know, there's like gauntlet matches, handicap bouts, the whole lot. And Woods comes up short to Roman in the final stages of a gauntlet as the Usos help out their cousin. Uh, Roman beats down Xavier after the match and he says he'll never be ready, which then makes way for Big E to run down to the ring and fight off the bloodline. Uh, Big E turns to his friend, he picks him up, and he says, you are ready, you're more than ready, it's time for you to show the world what you can do, and Big E lifts his belt, and Woods nods in acknowledgement, and the two embrace, and the match is set, it's Big E and Xavier Woods at WrestleMania. They sealed the match with a hug. They sealed the match with a hug, they're ready to Different. go, they're best Different. mates, you know, Big E's What's like, you are contract? ready. Huh? What's wrong with a contract? What's wrong with a contract? What's wrong with a contract signing? Because they all go... Just like the last video, they all go nipples up, don't they? Mm. That's what happens. Mm. Just, Just tits up. Seal it with a seal it with a hook. Tits up. <sighs> tits up. Whoa, oh, oh, scandalous. No, see, um, it's like making someone swear who doesn't want to swear. I know. It's awful. But it's because of YouTube. I'm scared of what YouTube oh, no, tits does. Tits is fine. Tits is okay. okay. I mean the the word. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're right, Paul. Uh, like I said, I've been saying it for so long in so many pictures videos now. I kind of just want it one and done out there. I really want Xavier Woods to win the Rumble and go on to face Big E at WrestleMania. I really, really do because I think Xavier Woods has been one of the best things about WWE this last year. And I think he can continue to be one of the best things about WWE going forward as well. And it doesn't, I, I just feel like I know there's always like feuds and stuff building up to all these title matches and things. But what about like just a huge look back at the history of these two people that have been together for so, so long and then just like coming oh, together for just like a big... interviews. Yeah. The sit-down segments. The, yeah. The childhood photographs. The even, child though not, even though they've not <laughs> known each other. They've not known each other since no. childhood. But still, But yeah. stuff like that. Like they, they, you know, they come up together, they form this team together. Mm -hmm. It didn't do well to start with and then they build this incredible thing in WWE that is beloved by everybody. And I think 
to me, that's more compelling than Xavier Woods going on to face Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Because we've, I mean, we've seen that. Roman, I think someone else can go on to face Roman Reigns, you know? Special guest referee, Kofi Kingston. Bye! Maybe I spoke too soon right there. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, it's just something that I really want to see. And I really want to see them strap a rocket to Xavier Woods. After winning the King of the Ring, I think it should be more than just... I get into this a little bit more in a pitch down the way, but... I think the King of the Ring and the Queen of the Ring should be more than just a crown. Yes. Like, it needs to mean something, and I think this would really just elevate him into the next level, as he deserves to be elevated into the next level, you know? So that's the pitch. That's, yeah. How could I say no to that? What an impassioned, <sighs> structured, and fabulous pitch. Thank it's you. It's a yes from me. Thank it's you. a no from me. Whoa! Oh, I can tell. I, I can don't tell. like the fact, because in my mind, I just don't want to see it, quite frankly. Okay. Uh, no, that's yeah. right. I'd rather see a New Day Triple Threat match taking place. Oh, I don't like the way that Kofi Kingston yes. has been swept to one side. It's <laughs> the elder statesman of the New Day and the guy who paved the way, in a way, for this match to happen with yeah. the Kofi Mania <laughs> stuff. And that brings on to me on to my second gripe with this pitch. Oh my God. The rehashing of Kofi Mania. Yeah. You're just setting yourself up for failure by doing something like that again with somebody else who isn't as popular, quite frankly. Quite oh. frankly. Quite frankly. Did you think about that? The Kofi Mania journey was organic. Here, you're trying to make it happen, and that never I ends well. I think you could make it organic. It never ends because well. Because it was like his effort in the Elimination Chamber match, right? Mm -hmm. That really got people behind him. What about Xavier's and effort? And the fact he was Kofi Kingston. And the fact that he's Kofi Kingston as well, which is amazing, and he deserved it. Hey, Woods is Woods, though. Yeah, Woods, Woods, Woods. Woods winning the Rumble from the number one position. And I, I, I think that could really like get everybody behind him, you know? It could do. It could do. But it couldn't do at the same time. Well, I mean, Because I, I don't not. think I'm speaking out of turn here when I say Xavier Woods does not get as big as pops as Kofi Kingston does, or did, or will. Yeah. But is that tide shifting now as we speak? I don't know. Or is that just because Kofi took some time off? Mm. Mm. Uh, I just don't, I don't like the rehashing of it. That's like, no, that, 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 that's fair enough. That's fair enough. That was cheap writing on my behalf. Oh, right. no, Stop. Andrew. No, just no, because no, someone no. says no. <laughs> just because someone <laughs> says no, it doesn't mean you have to then crap uh, no. on yourself. No, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. I just want to see something slightly different yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's all yeah, I've yeah. said No, there. that's all right. I'm not saying you're a bad person. <laughs> you know... I was listening to an interview between F1 drivers, former F1 drivers, Jensen Button and Nico Rosberg the other oh. day uh, on Nico Rosberg's wonderful YouTube channel. And they were talking about team bosses being mean to them sometimes. Mm. Jensen Button said he finished seventh once at Monaco and he got out of the car and the team boss said to him, oh, were well, you just driving around looking for new flats in Monaco, were you? Oh, <laughs> God. But he realized that maybe he wanted to push him or mm. wanted to, you know, try and bring out the best of him. Mm. I feel like that's what Ross is doing to you. He, now, he, he is doing that to me. And I'm great, greatly appreciative <clears throat> of that as well. As you should be. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you, boss. <laughs> thank you, boss man. Thanks for having me. That's not how this has come about. There we go. <laughs> I just want to see something slightly different. Yeah, no. No, I, I completely get that. And that's something slightly different is something better. <laughs> it's called a New Day Triple Threat at WrestleMania. Okay, I'll go for that. Well, they don't fall out. They don't split up. They just have a, f a friendly Donnybrook. Yes. A melee. A melee. A three-way melee. Just a little conversation. There'll be some of those in the match. Yeah, there probably will be. A lot of tete-a-tetes in wrestling matches, yeah. Oh, sorry, it's my go, isn't it? It's my go. Yes. End the obsession 
With mine, sorry, mine's more of a thematic one along mm-hmm. the lines of Ross's than a specific storyline like yours. But mine yeah. is end the obsession with big sweaty men. I'm sorry if you. I know it's your thing. I know it's, it's not, not your, my thing. No, it's just more your thing complaining about how Vince loves big sweaty men. But mm. he does. It's true. Yeah, more. I don't know the trademark on that. It's no, fine. no, fair enough. And and of course, <laughs> and of course, in recent months, that's become more abundantly clear than ever with NXT 2.0, mm. where these young, talented—not young necessarily—but these 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 talented, athletic, indie, smaller, generally, guys have, have been kind of pushed to the wayside. And who's been, you know, pushed the heaviest since Von then? Wagner. <laughs> Von yes. Wagner. And, and Bron Breaker, who's good. Like, he's got something yeah. about him. <laughs> so an important disclaimer I'd like to make is that it doesn't, it's not, it's not, I'm not banning all big, sweaty men. Mm. I'm just saying, can we prioritize skill level and potential over sheer size and muscle yeah. in the future? Omos is another exception I'd make because he's just so big. Like mm-hmm. maybe that's hypocritical, but he's he's just so massive. That is an attraction. That is, that is. Yeah. If I was in the airport and he walked past, I'd go, wow, <laughs> yeah. wow, wow. But uh, generally speaking, I think that it's a backward step for WWE to reinforce for some reason, especially in NXT, which was the antithesis of that, but reinforce this old eighties mentality. And I think that it's it's them going against the tide of the entire wrestling business instead. Because if we look over the past sort of, oh, maybe like 20 years, 15 years now, with the rise of Ring of Honor and everything, it's all been about, on the indies, you can be small and still be a really, really good wrestler, but WWE is the land of the giants. We've met former WWE superstars in person, and almost always, they're bigger than you think they're going to be. Yeah. Like The ones you think are going to be short are like, 6-1 or something. I remember standing next to Hurricane and being like, what? He's a How big boy. Th-? And then I remember... And so I thought, Paul Heyman? Yeah, Paul Heyman's 6 Paul, Paul Heyman's taller than me and Jack. Yeah, yeah. No yeah, way. he is, yeah, yeah. He just stands I've next to Brock Lesnar all the time. That. No, yeah. <laughs> what the hell? That's insane. It's crazy. Um, oh, my voice has gone a bit weird. <laughs> it's crazy that oh, he's taller than 5 foot 10. He's <laughs> is absolutely... No, but Heyman He does look like a solid 5'9 on TV, though, doesn't he? He does, doesn't he? I couldn't believe it, and I felt like less of a man. No, but um, generally, I think that this this policy of of you know big sweaty men, as Ross would wonderfully say, is is a backward step. Not just mm-hmm. in terms of WWE's own product, but just in the general movement of the wrestling industry, and not even a recent movement, like one that, as I say, has been going back several years. So I'd like for that to not be a priority anymore, except in exceptional circumstances. Mm. Mm. Uh, it's a yes from me, but with a, a, a slight tweak. Okay, a slight, twi- a slight a tweak, a slight tweak of the nipple. Um, because in some instances, I mean, you think about back to when you, you, you get Brock Lesnar and Braun Strowman just throwing each other, mm. throwing massive oh, yeah. bombs everywhere. There's nothing quite like that. Yeah. But those are two examples of big men who get it as well, mm. who, who have charisma and who can cut a promo and who can do everything you need to do to be a, pro- a professional wrestler. The ones that need to go away, and this might be a bit harsh because he's, he's very new, I think. Is oh, man. The likes of Von Wagner. Oh, I thought you were... I had a different name. Oh, no. Oh. Who are you going to say? Who are you saying? Shanky or whatever. Oh! <laughs> Don't speak about the real slim Shanky like that. Actually, yeah, he he, has, he deserves to stay because of that problem. Yeah, right? but like I'm looking at people like Von Wagner, who are clearly he's one of the leading lights of NXT in the in, in the Booker's eyes. I would say it's clear that watching the show and watching his promos that he's not quite ready to be up there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that they should like get oh, yeah. rid of all the big lads. I'm just saying they need Pick to be, and choose a bit more. They need to be more yeah. refined or at least not pushed over clearly more talented smaller mm. guys. Yeah, and this isn't writing Von Wagner off to start with because who knows he could, could, could come good in the future. Yeah. As we say, I think he is relatively new to the business, not just because he was a football man, wasn't he? The yeah, American football. He looks like it. The gridiron. Yeah. Uh, the, aye, all that stuff with the helmets and that. 
Uh, but he's just got no charisma, and he he has no he doesn't give you a single reason. Well, there's no reason for him to be pushed. This they've not given us a reason for him to no no. And he just so I don't, yeah. It just and also, Von Wagner. I was baffled with Von Wagner because yeah, he's he's a big guy, but he's not like. They've got bigger guys. Yeah. So if, mm. if he's being pushed solely on his size, then why is it him? Yeah. I don't know. That's weird. And he, to be fair to him, he, he wrestles well. Like the moves he does, you think, wow, you're good at wrestling, you. I imagine it's for his experience level, he's very good. Just everything else, isn't it? Yeah. That makes up what a wrestler is or a sports entertainer mm. is. I don't like using that phrase. And you in, know the, what I mean. in this pitch, I'm not saying that these bigger guys can't come good. Like I, I also said Bron Breaker's like really good already, but they shouldn't be given an unfair priority yeah. just yeah. because they're tall. And, yeah. And, yeah. So yeah, um, but yes. Yeah. What do you say? I say yes as well. As someone who was uh, growing up watching wrestling, like, I mean, I was always more looking forward to watching the matches that had the smaller guys that were really good, the luchadors and everything as okay. well, the cruiserweight division and stuff like that. And um, I wasn't too fussed about like the the big boy slapping meat and everything. But I've grown to to appreciate that a lot more as I've grown up with wrestling and stuff and it's and a many ring it a circus it is but at the same time I absolutely agree with you like I think it's really sad that some people say like a ricochet or something gets pushed to the side who's clearly incredibly good at what he does yeah. but yet because he's not a big man like he gets pushed to the side and, and rarely even thought about on the roster and stuff like that and I think that's such a shame I genuinely think that's such a shame because you could have him in the main event picture I think yeah. at least you know and um so almost have got that with him versus Brock Lesnar and then him get absolutely oh. squashed and, <laughs> yeah. and that was it. That was it for him. That was really sad to see because the idea of a Brock, Brock Lesnar works so well with smaller guys as well. Oh, he, he it, has his best matches he, with smaller exactly. guys. Exactly. And that could have been an amazing Brian. match to watch. Brian, Brian yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a great match. That could have been an amazing match to watch and yet we got five seconds and that was it. And mm. it's such a shame. And I do think WWE would benefit more from including these smaller people in the top title pitches, I think it probably gets a lot of younger viewers into it a little bit more as well. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, that's the like thing. Ray like, Mysterio's got yeah. such appeal for kids, yeah. Well, and that was it. Like, when I was... <laughs> this is going to sound stupid. Okay. When I was younger, and when I wanted to be a professional wrestler, mm. uh, I was looking towards the people like Ray Mysterio and stuff. Because yeah, I'm not, like, the tallest person or whatever. I'm not the stockiest person and whatnot. And I was like, Ray Mysterio, even though he is a big boy at the same time for being the size he is. Are you quick? Are you nimble? I'm nimble. Oh. I'm like like the matrix okay. i'm like neo oh, i can enough. run dead fast me mm-hmm. um and I believe like it. Yeah. <laughs> I and and that would inspire me a lot more than it would like the the bigger yeah. people you know and i think from an audience perspective like putting smaller people in the title picture could bring just variety yeah i'm not saying that you yeah, need to sorry. have a promotion of entirely small nimble no people. yeah it's but more variety. more variety yeah definitely and, and, and be how tall you are shouldn't be a barrier to like yeah. how far you can go it, exactly you know, but yeah and uh and yeah so it's a yes <clears throat> from me because i think that, that turned into quite a thing. serious discussion between Whoa. the three of us there three so great I'll, minds. Move, I'll move on you've got a front row seat <laughs> <laughs> richard tubman i'll move on quickly <laughs> i'll move on quickly to ross's second pitch this one's called, I understand that releases need to happen, but the way they happen needs to change. So I'm proposing the WWE, much like a football transfer window, make themselves a release window, which <clears throat> I'm proposing would be a week 
in a quiet part of the year, there's no taxes to pay, like no tax bills coming in. There's no Christmas, no holidays, no nothing. Just a quiet week in a quiet part of the year, and that's where your releases need to happen because the way they happen currently, the way they come out of the blue, no matter who you are, storyline, being used on TV, not being used on TV, no matter what you've done in the not-too-distant past, they're, they're very bu- brutal and, quite mm. frankly, mm. a little bit inhumane. Um, so I'm proposing a nice part of the year, because um, I'm thinking of, obviously, Ty of Valkyrie and Johnny Drip Drip both getting released just before the, the festive period. Nobody needs that, especially a household like that. Um, so a window where not only the... T- like Obviously, the fa- I'm not putting fans first here, but, you know... We get attached to these people, don't we? Yeah. And them getting released then makes us feel bad towards WWE. So us knowing it's coming, maybe it'll soften the blow for the fans. But more importantly, it gives the wrestlers time to get their affairs in order if they know maybe oh, I've not been used on TV for a while. My contract's coming up. Maybe I'm on the brink of being released or whatever. Um, so I'm proposing a, a week-long period where the releases happen because I understand it's a business. I understand that uh, that rosters need to get sort of changed over from time to time and fresh faces brought in and older faces told to bugger off and whatnot. Um, but I think just having that happen at a particular point of the year would help everybody and not less the, mm. st- not less the storylines as well because obviously we need to avoid instances like Hit Row again where they're on SmackDown, Tegan Knox, yeah, B-Fab signs their contract a week before getting released. Yeah. That doesn't happen if we have a little window where that's where the releases happen. And I think unless it's like exceptional circumstances, if, you know, something bad's happened and someone needs to get out of the company, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm thinking about the general sort of like widespread, right, get out, whatever you are, class of whatever, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Big wide releases. So get them done one week of the year where everyone knows it's coming, can get their affairs in order and prepare for the worst if that's what you need to do. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hmm. It's... So it's a no from me, but not. But I've not got a solution. So I don't know what the, I don't know how to explain this. But like WWE have really backed themselves into a corner because of the rapid policy change. So you had Triple H signing all these indie guys. Suddenly Vince has gone now total one eighty. Now these releases, as you say, need to happen sort of to clear out the roster because it's just way too it's bloated. Mm. But why? 
But then the 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 introduction of like a release window kind of normalizes something that really is is still very bizarre. So I don't. So for me, it's a no. But I get totally what you're saying. It's like a fairer way of doing it and a more it's fairer to the employees. But I feel like the problem like comes even before that, like when they hired everybody and then suddenly change. So I don't know. Maybe it's a yes then because we're making the best of a bad situation. I don't. Yeah, I really don't know either way. I just think the way it happens, it needs to change. It's it, obviously wrestling. And, uh, yeah. In its nature, that the contracts that whatever they are, they sign. I don't think class them as contracts. Can you in WWE? It's just sort of like, oh yeah, I'll Independent come. Contract, I'll yeah. come to your. I'll come to your thing for a bit, and you can tell me when to go away whenever you like. Because mm. I don't know if that's really a contract, but um, yeah, just the just the the the, the releases that aren't a new thing, are they? It's obviously historically yeah, in wrestling. True, it's just true. like mm. I don't know how it's. I was Maybe trying it's to find a, a solution, I'll, I'll change. Yeah. I'll change it. Do a yes because it's. It's like I'm blaming you for that. Like, yeah. like, a release window, preposterous. Um, I'll say yes, but obviously the problem's like more deeply ingrained. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what I do about that. Um, I give it a yes, and I guess perhaps the contract also needs to change. Then doesn't it? So yeah. when someone oh, yeah, gets something, yeah, yeah, yeah without yeah. a doubt, the contract you get a set thing. This is how long you've they got. Can't just say right, you're done now. Yeah. Bye. yeah, yeah, and then and then they've given a release window, like you were saying, to sort of sort things out and figure out what's going to happen next for the people that are being released and whatnot. So I'm going to give it a yes because I think that is a much more human, nicer way to do it rather than like you were saying just before. The Christmas period, or when something important's coming up, off you go, you're gone. Yeah. With and it's so weird because, as you were saying, with the hit row stuff, they get called up. Very exciting that they get called up and then cut, and th- that's just not fair on on the wrestlers at all, is it? To be yeah. to almost promise something like you're gonna go far and then cut, done, yeah. like that's it, and that's such a shame um, for a lot, a lot of people. Um, so it's a, it's a yes from me. And in my mind me. as well, when it comes to the storylines, in my mind, this is how it would work, but we know it doesn't work like that, and they write the shows an hour before the show goes on the yeah. air, but they could, in theory, plan ahead months on end yeah. for a storyline, and then they know that person's contract's coming up, they're not going to renew them, they can warn that's going to happen, and then wrap up a storyline with a proper nice... You know, arc, mm-hmm. beginning, middle, end. That would be that, that would be really good. And maybe that this it, maybe maybe this is saying how WWE need to change the way they do the contracts and that them because I, I get the feeling with certain AEW people and I, f- I feel bad for bringing them up in this video because it's all about WWE. But it feels like they're bringing people on a contract where it's for a specific period of time and then once that little contract's up, then they're free to go away and mm. they know that's coming. Like um, what's he called? Man? Sam Allardyce. No, not Sam Allardyce. <laughs> All I can think is the name Matanza because he played Matanza in Lucha Underground. Um, Jeff Cobb. Jeff Cobb. Oh, yeah, Jeff Cobb. Yeah, Jeff Cobb. Yeah, Cobb. That's a while yeah. ago now. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is. But maybe that's how they should do things from now and maybe get the, the storyline in place, approach a wrestler mm. to fill a role and then bring them in for a period of time and then whew, we're all done. Everyone's happy. Yeah. Anyway. But that's a massive, massive issue I've just brought mm. there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> But one that needs to be talked about, though. At the it's same another. Time, it's know? another deep discussion on the. It pod, is another deep discussion on the podcast on the pictures video. Sorry, excuse me. The lights are green, <laughs> and then I move completely away from that right now. You do, I guess. Go on. Uh, and uh, I want to say, in 2022, I want to see more Shayna Baszler. Everybody, okay. I want to see more Shayna Baszler. She's had a really good match on SmackDown. We're what we're recording this when did we say the 8th of December? It's the 8th of December. So the 3rd of December, she had a really good match. I thought against Sasha Banks. Like, really, really good showing. Uh, she, I think she had a good showing in the Survivor Series match as well. And without speaking too soon, it feels like we could maybe be getting back to some sort of on some sort of track for Baszler, maybe. We'll see. Maybe so. that's too much of a... Do you remember that three-week period or whatever it was when she was breaking people's arms? 
Yeah, but was that to like yes, sort of like soft reset what she's doing and get away from all the team stuff? Do you think maybe? But it was it, it was then followed up by a period of nout. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but then she got drafted, didn't she? Though, yeah. so maybe there every, was like a, just a thing of like time to. Every time she did that, like, I'd come into the office and Aiden, our news writer, would just be laughing. Really? At, at images. What's wrong with it? Images and video clips of, of <laughs> like Nia Jax or even Marie getting their arm what's, broken, what's and just be going like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> pretending it's real in his sick little head. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he was laughing maybe at the selling. I don't maybe. know. Aiden loved, Aiden, screen, Aiden loved it. Though. Aiden, Aiden yeah. loved it. Aiden loved it. He yeah. thought it was hilarious. It's such a weird maneuver because when she does that and she puts her arm like that, there's a brief window where they can just, just go, ah, see in a bit, and she just stands no. the thing. But no, Andrew, because their wrist is bent. Oh, it's bent backwards. You can't move all of it at once. We could say this about every single. We move. could literally say that about every. Apart from a clothesline, I'd say. I digress. I digress. So why not? utilize Sienna Baser a little more, you know. A program mm. with Sasha would be amazing, I think, down the line because they had such a good match. Uh, and they both proved that they've got great chemistry together in the ring. Yes. Uh, not to mention if Tony Storm manages to beat Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown women's title, the matches both Storm and Baszler could have together would be amazing, I think. It's what you want to happen. Not it's, what I, it's, happen. What yeah, happen. it's what I want to happen. It's what I want to happen. And they proved that as well in the NXT UK women's tournament thing. They had a match mm. um, for the qualifying and everything, and it was really, really good. Um, so there's history there that you could build off and really start to elevate new stars into the picture, which would be nice to see, please. I want that more to happen in 2022 as well. Um, but Shayna has like so much more to give and this current showing on SmackDown, I really hope is starting to prove that as well. Uh, she seems to have sided with Sonya Deville at the moment too. So now's as good a time as ever to really just play into that villainy role and put her into the title pitches a bit more, have her as a dominant cha champion backed up by like the higher powers and everything. Um, and, th and then that way Shayna can have a moment to dominate and prove herself on the main roster whilst also having someone like Tony Storm uh, have to rise up through everything that she's been, that's being thrown at her to like finally get a triumphant moment too. So build multiple stars in the process and start to shake them, things up a little bit. Um, which I think actually, to be fair, in the women's division, maybe on SmackDown at least anyway, they've started to somewhat do. Maybe on Raw a little bit too with Liv Morgan getting involved in the title picture. Like, yeah. I think they're actually starting to shake Didn't it up a little bit, it. which is genuinely like quite nice to see. I don't know how long it lasts, but... Yeah, that's the thing. That, that That's the thing. Like, sometimes we get little hints of, oh, this person could do something really, really cool on the women's roster, and then it just gets taken away. Um, and I think it's... I think it's about time now that things start to change, like the guard starts to change, people start passing down the torch a little bit and letting other people have their time in the spotlight. Who? Perhaps. Who? Like Liv Morgan and... No, no, who do you want to see off your screens? I don't want to see her off the screen. Charlotte okay, Flair. Okay, right, interesting. I don't want to see her off the screen because she is a but fantastic wrestler. she's been dominating wrestler. the title she's scene for years. for yeah, a long, yeah, long time, yeah. and it would be nice to see someone else come in and like prove, do you know what, I'm as good as you. I can do what you can do kind of thing. Yeah. And I think Shayna Baszler, her run on NXT was so, 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 so good. And for her to be moved to the main roster and be like a shell of what she used to be, it's such a shame. And it's a shame of it. It's a yeah. oh, shame of Baszler. <laughs> and... I genuinely would just like to see see her be a dominant champion. She could be very well be a dominant champion. And like I said, with Sonya Deville, maybe Adam Pearce and stuff behind her as well, you could just play into that role even more and just have her on top for a very, very long time. Build her up really strong and then have someone like a Tony Storm or a Liv Morgan come in and finally like defrone her to make her the next big star. Okay. And, uh, 
More Shayna Baszler. I just want more Shayna Baszler. And I guess as we go through this, generally just a lot more shake up in the women's roster and just start building towards new stars and bigger things, I guess. Yeah. So, <laughs> so more Shayna Baszler. More Shayna Baszler. More new stars. More new stars, but more Shayna Baszler. But more of the established star, Shayna Baszler. Yes. <laughs> He's got it. <laughs> it's a no from me, Andrew. Oh, okay. For one, I, I agree with your general theme. Yeah. The, the creation of more new stars is always important and everything. Yes. But there's just one, I just disagree with it being Shayna Baszler. Really? That's not That's not her fault at all. That's not okay. that, I think Shayna Baszler is a really good wrestler mm-hmm. and her NXT run, as you said, was magnificent. Yes. But... I feel like I've seen far too much of Shayna Baszler. Okay. It's just the way that she's been used yeah. that's been crap. But um, me and Ross recorded a, a pitches video recently, and we talked tier about list. tier list. Yeah, I was going to say, where this was is I? A pitches I video. Where was I? Second time you've had to correct me. I'm so <laughs> sorry. Um, we did a tier list recently, and Ross reminded me of of when Shayna and Nia were tag team women's tag team champions. Mm-hmm. They were on. All three brands. That's I think they cropped up on NXT yeah. as well. Yeah. They did. They and did. I feel like I've seen Shayna like an awful lot this past year, just mm. th- that it's not been good, which isn't her fault. She's been good, but the mm. booking's been bad. There was that feud with Alexa Bliss. Yeah. I-, I just think that your general direction's right. I just think that Shayna needs to have a, a bit of a, a fading away before she comes back. Because I think, oh. I, personally, yeah. I'm just a little bit like, ugh, Shayna Baszler. Okay. Which, again, sounds horrible because no. she's really good and it's not her fault. Yeah. But I think you need a different spearhead for mm. your point, in my opinion, right now. No, that makes sense. Not that, that Shayna couldn't sense. do it in a year's time. Yeah. Um, Ross? I'm going to it, yeah. <gasps> I like Shayna Baszler. Yeah. I like the way she's been using the main roster. You know, the sort of... Um, the, the first part... Minus the vampire bit um, aside, and the three-week period we spoke about off-camera, I think. Was it earlier on in the video? I can't remember. I think it might have She was been. breaking people's arms. Yeah, it was on yeah, camera. It was like about the it was five minutes, gone about five minutes yeah. ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, apart from those two little periods of time, I think it's been really underwhelming on the main roster. Mm. So to get her back to an arse-kicking machine that we saw in NXT is, uh, is something that would be good. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Interesting. Interesting. My th- my second pitch, excuse me, is is quite similar to yours, but it's just more general. Okay. And it's better slash more diverse storylines for the women's division, which is a point we've all made before, but I just think there needs to be a huge improvement across the board. Mm. Because, first of all, I want to ban on the word bitch in feuds, because how many times has it happened this year when two... They might not have even been in that big of a feud, but two wrestlers have gone, well, you're just a bitch and everyone goes oh and it's it's you know the the men call each other bitches as well but the women do it in like it's been in like nearly it feels like it's been in nearly every top level feud this year um you're just kind of waiting for it to happen Mm. also can we have a tag team or preferably a group of tag teams that don't break up and are just a tag team we had that with the iconics then they split them up and didn't even do a breakup angle they just went oh it's done now or did this no they lost a match where they They had a breakup yeah Why did they do that? Because. Why not? <laughs> I know that WWE's priority clearly isn't tag team wrestling right now, yeah. but why Why can't they have tag teams that are just tag teams and just are? I, I don't know how else to explain it, but it feels like that's, they've now lost that idea and the tag teams are just single stars waiting to happen. That's literally it, isn't it? Yeah. It, it's just a means for a few to happen. That goes for the men's division as yeah. well, apart from like the Usos and the New Day. Yeah. yeah. Okay, bro, I guess at the same time. They're kind of like... But they were two single stars first. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But that's true. Yeah, but I know what you mean. Like, mm. But they, I can see them breaking up as well. I mean, yeah. Randy's getting sick of riddles. Uh, yeah, yeah. Piddle. 
Riddles, 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 Riddles. But generally, I want, I want more inventive storylines for the women's division as well because the men in WWE, and it's a, it's a like a scattergun approach. Like the storylines, sometimes they'll hit, sometimes they w- really won't. Uh, but generally, they get more varied ideas thrown at them. Whereas the women's division often centers around physical appearance or jealousy, bickering, or bickering. Yeah, bickering. And and um, I think that that's. <laughs> I don't want to suggest that that's what Vince McMahon thinks all women are like. <laughs> but, I think, yeah. But yeah. I'll, just leave, I'll just end the sentence there. <laughs> I don't want to suggest that's what Vince McMahon thinks all women are like. Um, it needs to change really soon, especially because it's been such a regression from like three years ago when the women's division was legitimately the, the biggest thing in WWE for mm-hmm. a while. Becky and Charlotte and mm-hmm. Ronda all good. The police car, the kick through the door of the police oh, car. Oh, so good. That was bloody Whew. fantastic. So I just want more varied and better storylines for the women's division. Yeah. Mm. I'd rather they just got rid of the women's tag team titles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, just yeah, don't yeah. care about them that much. Just they've, not get got, rid of them. they've not got any tag teams. No, no. But yeah, just get they rid don't. of them and then you can you know, then you can focus just more on the, the ladies' storylines. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah, I agree. I think, yeah, I agree too. Maybe get rid of the women's uh, tag team titles and then maybe put like a secondary title, the women's title. Yeah, secondary title there, could work. Which well. might work a little bit better. Uh, rather than literally just putting the tag teams yeah. together so they the can The Fox fuse. title. The Fox. <laughs> yeah? Who is the Fox of... Do- oh, no, no, uh-huh. no, no. Oh, dear. No. Oh, dear. No. That's our pictures video. <laughs> it's not... Uh, no, uh, maybe something like that would be would be a lot better, but I agree that it, it there needs to be a change in the, in the women's division in terms of storytelling. Um, and... Yeah, maybe we we are kind of starting to get there a little bit, but it's it's it could be so much better than it already is. Yes. Um. So it's a, I mean it's a yes from me. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, Ross, what's your third and final pitch, please? This one is called "Repeats Should Be Left for Dave and Gold and Challenge TV, not WWE." Repeats. Ooh. Rematches. Yeah. Ah, rehashed storylines happening at the same time on different shows, which we've seen in 2021. I can't remember the example, but it was it was something to do with the, the women, where one thing was happening. It was the women ta- uh, the tag team titles and the singles title were getting mixed up on both shows at the same time. Right, and I can't remember who was involved, but it happened this year. I'm pretty sure. Often you'll get a Raw and a SmackDown in the same week that have we- weirdly similar. Yeah, Clearly Vince just had an idea that week, and it, yeah, this extends to the same finishes and matches, namely the roll-up. Can they coexist tag team storylines? I'm sure there's more. As we all know, variety is the spice of life. And I guess it's another one for just add on to Jack's, uh, not just the women's roster, but the men's as well. Just storylines, storytelling in WWE just needs a, 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 a kick up the Jacksy. Mm, Woo! It does. Yeah. It does. That's, that's the pitch. That's the pitch. Repeats. All of them. Yeah. Anything that mm. falls under that umbrella, go away. Yes. No, I yes. totally agree with it because the product feels so samey right yeah. now, doesn't it? It feels like we're going through the same cycles between pay-per-views. The look of it is another part that feels really samey to me as well. You could all, you could extend it to the look of the product, like mm. the sterile backstage environments. <laughs> Whoa! Well, why are they all? Why is it so pristine? Why don't they just do it in a in a corridor like they used to? Yeah, they used to do that. Why do they need a set? Because. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but um, no, I fully agree. So it's yeah. a yes from me. Anything that falls under the umbrella of repeats just, just go away. Yeah. The, um, every building looks the same. It does. Like every backstage area yeah. looks the same. It's mental. Deliberately so. Um, it's a yes from me as well because I think that that I think that is one of my biggest gripes with WWE is that it is week to week we often see the same things. And then month to month, we often see the same matches on the pay-per-views yeah. as well. And everything just blends into one and nothing feels different. And yeah. we get to a point where it's like, 
you feel like you watch a Raw from one week to the next and you're like, I just watched that last week. Like, that's literally the same show I just watched. Um, just maybe with some people shuffling about here and there and it's like, oh, God, I, I just want to see something new. And uh, I completely agree. Uh, sometimes... I guess it could potentially lead into a story like we saw. Rematches on stories. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Believe so, like, me. They can be. No, no, no. I, live, I live through Dolph Ziggler versus Baron Corbin <laughs> 2016. What, what I mean is like, so we saw Becky Lynch win with the roll up, hold on to the rope in the Charlotte match and in the Liv oh, match I'd say as well. Oh, that's a callback. But yeah, yeah but perhaps it could be building towards yeah. something a bit more. And something like that is quite... As, I say subtle, but it's quite gla- quite glaring what it actually is. It is, <laughs> yeah, it's really glaring. But something but it's like unsaid. That, it's show yeah. don't tell. It's show something, don't tell. Yeah, so yeah something okay. could lead from the that. rule of stories. But but more often than not, it is literally just a rehash of the same thing. Look at WrestleMania Backlash. I mean, they called yeah. it WrestleMania Literally, Backlash. Yeah, and there was a lot of rematches heading out of WrestleMania. So there yeah. was, there was, and it, which I get for Backlash. And I'm not saying like New Japan except they've kind of fallen off a bit now, but they use rematches really well because something mm. changes each time and mm-hmm. it's like the story's told in the ring. Yeah. Whereas WWE, it just feels like they're filling time. Yeah. I'm going to ask a question to the audience here. Oh. If you, like us, or like me, or like, yeah, Jack will do it as well, uh, watch every single minute of every single weekly show in WWE, so you smack down your roll. Well, there's only two, isn't there? Yeah, but sometimes <laughs> I speed it up when I'm yeah, watching it. Yeah, so do I. Um, <laughs> but if you watch, do you watch every single second of every single show? I'm just intrigued if people do that. Because obviously if you can just sit there and just look at YouTube and pick, oh, fatty watching that, mm. this point will be lost on you. But when you watch every single second of every single of those weekly shows, it really it really becomes apparent very easily. Especially Raw. Yeah. Mm. Raw starts to recap what's happened in the opening segment mm-hmm. like half an hour in. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's three hours long and it needs to fill time. It does. It Did does. you watch Ikem and Gyro at War Games on the toilet, for example? What a wonderful use of that man. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Did you oh, him eat all the food, though? Yeah, <laughs> he I had did. two big things of ice cream. Yeah. Pizza. Mm. And he had a big poo. Whoa. That is literally what happened. I, I don't kind of need believe to watch that. Was a that. Thing. that happens when I eat. No, you do because you pulled some funny faces. Cream. Oh, sorry. I don't pull funny faces. He's right not right. even American. Yeah. Mets for that crazy. That does, yeah. doesn't it? Oh, I forgot His about face that. His face isn't like you and I. Sorry, guys. Of course. He wears a funny jacket. Yeah, we're American as well. Andrew. Yes. I've got it on good authority that your second pitch is all about Ikeman Gyro. What is it? Oh, my goodness. It's not the second one. It's the last one now, isn't it? Oh, man. God, what's that? Third time you've corrected me there. Sorry. I've had two beers. Third time on the third. Sorry, page. I've had one beer. You've had wait what? Oh Break, yeah, yeah. Breaking the, break the breaking the video, Fabe. No, I have finished. Oh, it you now. finished it now. Cool. I've had two whole beers. Uh, mine is just uh, a massive shake up to the pay per views. <laughs> <And laughs> mine is else. just <laughs> three quarters of a page. <laughs> no, you see, no, it holds page. Film. I was it laughing. Dead big, I was laughing right? at them. But it's really just a little. It's just a little. It's because I've spaced it. You know what I mean? The space is in there, and it holds it up to the camera. If that's space from from there and then that as well and then the Andrew, tiniest bit afterwards. Andrew in exams were you the guy who was like sir I need some more paper sir uh, yeah yeah. and then you go to uni and, the, and they're like you can't exceed this amount of words and I was like <laughs> in what sweating in what exam in, so you could only do what was it you could do like 10% of the the word count you could do ten oh, percent more of the word work. count in yeah in uni and like yeah, uh, essays and yeah, stuff yeah, like that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and I used to just sweat it oh, I used to be like oh my god I can't do it it's because I'm I, I can't articulate very well so I'm always like getting to the point but there's like a giant paragraph of absolute tosh until do you not we find get it, to the point do you not find it this might be just a stupid writer thing to say but do you not find it quite quite satisfying to 
trim a word count and round off your sentences like a smooth pebble on the I beach. I try, but I can't. Oh, really? I'm so bad at oh, it. Oh, you can learn it. It's I'm so good. bad at it. No, don't worry. But uh, yeah, just a massive shake-up to the pay-per-views. I think we don't need the... Uh, I don't. We don't necessarily need the themed ones if an Extreme Rules only has one Extreme Rules match on the oh, card. Oh, God, it did. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. Or a Hell in a Cell pay-per-view that has two Hell in a Cell matches on it. That just... Oh! We should have waited to see if it went in the car. Has this got on the audio feed? I can't remember. Or is it just Yocho? If, 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 you're just just listen, if you've got, right? this, if you got another tab yeah, over yeah. and you're browsing Wikipedia right now or something, we screamed because the TV went off behind We've us. We've been talking for so long. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's just a big, I guess like a shake up to the pay-per-views and I've done a proposed pay-per-view calendar Okay. everybody um, in which things actually lead up to the next pay-per-view, almost. So I, I'm I, I was thinking about this. I was quite excited about doing this one. Uh, obviously, you get your exceptions to the theme ones, like Elimination Chamber and Money in the Bank, because that does have stakes, and it leads to certain things yes. as well. So perhaps keep those things in there, but like an Extreme Rules, you don't need stuff like that, TLC, none of that. Because those matches also now feel not very special, mm. do they? Like... No. It would be so good when you'd watch a SmackDown or a Raw or whatever and someone would be like, next pay-per-view, I'm going to beat you in a Hell in a Cell match or a TLC match. And it'd be like such a spontaneous thing rather it's than so just arbitrary waiting now. It's so arbitrary. the specific time in the year that you can have that match. Yep. So weird. So my proposed pay-per-view idea is this. So January... We start off with day one, yeah. start of the year, perhaps contains some form of gauntlet eliminator match that determines entry numbers for the Royal Rumble. Perhaps we'll won by Xavier Wood. Oh, right. uh, okay. no, 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 no. <laughs> You're making them work New Year's Day. Well, they're not really working. It's a no from it? me. No, wait. Wait, is the day one pay-per-view? That's what, that what happens? That's day one? That's what happens? You could cancel it. You could do day three. You call it New Year's <laughs> Revolution, for example, and have it on like the first weekend of January. I'm sure they don't. Maybe, I don't no, just know. Just let him, just let him. Just let like, him. It's a no from so me. D- no, away. shut up. <laughs> Listen. Yes, he's there done it. Go. He's doing it. Day he's... one. Start of the new year, perhaps, yeah, it contains some form of gauntlet, gauntlet eliminator match that determines entry numbers for the Royal Rumble. Okay. Then you have Royal Rumble later on in the month of January. Doesn't need fixing. Men and women's uh, chal- uh, challenges for the world titles at WrestleMania are announced, as always. Yeah. February, we've still got Elimination Chamber, always feels like a great way to build to WrestleMania and get the Rumble challenges over, and also a good way to build a challenger for the world title that the Rumble winners don't choose to challenge for. Uh, March, nothing. Just let the feuds and storylines build and develop rather than rushing a pay-per-view before WrestleMania that essentially leads to nowhere and rushes stories along just for the sake of it. April, obviously, WrestleMania, self-explanatory, huge payoff for storylines, new champions crowned. May, I've gone for Backlash still... Great way to properly conclude feuds and get past the rematch clause stuff, making way for new challenges. June, money in the bank, start building new said challenges uh, with the contract winners. July, nothing, but keep July, uh, sorry, July, nothing. Keep July free for the money in the bank winners to tease who they want to face next. Plus, have the King of the Ring and Queen of the Ring tournaments on TV shows, yet have the winners automatically get a major title shot at SummerSlam. Okay. So then August, we have SummerSlam. King of the Ring and Queen of the Ring winners get the title shots. September, I was thinking a night or a clash of champions. Night of champions is a great way to showcase new champions if any are crowned at SummerSlam, following the King of the Ring or Queen of the Ring uh, challenges. And clash of, I think, is a better way to begin building brand warfare for Survivor Series and keeps the Champion v. Champion stuff away from Survivor Series okay. as well. Um, October, nothing. Build more compel- co- compelling storylines towards Survivor Series. 
uh, off of night or clash of champions create feuds that matter and have more substance than the one night only these brands go head to head obviously and uh, November Survivor Series, it's the final pay-per-view of the year. Blow off from September's pay-per-view at Night of Champions or Clash of Champions. Add stakes to the team matches. Sole survivor of each team gets a shot, um, gets a title shot at day one. If there's any multiple winners on the team, then they have to fight on their respective shows the, the week following the pay-per-view to determine the next contender. Love and that. then just rinse, repeat. <clears throat> and that's it for the pay-per-views. Like, have them, have each pay-per-view mean something to lead up to the next pay-per-view. Have stakes, have breaks in months where things can just naturally build as well. And then that's 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 the proposed pay-per-view calendar from the mind of this specky egg. Right Andrew, here. you've gone... There was two routes there. Mm -hmm. Two roads diverged in a yellow wood, and yeah. you've taken the road less taken. Um, no, you've gone for evolution rather than revolution. Yes. So I don't think you've thought outside the box, mm. but what you've done within that box is definitely an improvement. Yeah. I love the Survivor Series title contender stuff, and I love King of the Ring leading to a shot at SummerSlam as nice. well, and Queen of the Ring as well. Nice. So I'm giving it a yes. Thank you. I see that October has nothing. October's got no. Was it July that had nothing? Well, July has you, nothing you, you as well. You explained the July break. You yeah, said, yeah, yeah, I explained the July break. But you're still making them work New Year's Day. <laughs> no, I'm not making them work New Year's Day. That's Vincent Kennedy McMahon that's no, making them. you just cancelled two of his pay-per-views, so you can cancel them. <laughs> oh, I, oh, actually, yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah, but then it can build up to something towards Royal Rumble, though. Why not have it on the first weekend of January? Why New Year's Day? Ruin everyone's plans. Well, I didn't... Eh? I didn't spe eh? Oh, no, I guess day one is specific. Is morale one, nothing to you in the, in the locker nah, room? I hate it. Sounds like it. Yeah. It's a yes, apart from that. <laughs> Major gripe. <laughs> Major massive gripe. Thank you so much. Uh, my final pitch is a selfish one. Really selfish, but... You know, it's the last pitch of the video. Yeah. Who, who, cares? who cares? Who cares, guys? Um, I'm going to say that WWE, uh, and it was one that I was going to pitch in the AW one, but then I realized they want to do it anyway. It's the WWE should do a pay-per-view in the United Kingdom. Mm. And not not a rebellion, not an insurrection. <laughs> I forget how it's spelled every time. No, it needs to be a proper one. And I'm not necessarily calling for it to be SummerSlam. We all seem to be obsessed with the idea of SummerSlam coming to the yeah. UK. Probably because, oh, but it's 2022. It's the, yeah, it's, it's the anniversary, right? But it doesn't need to be. And I think that, I think it's asking quite a lot, isn't it, for them mm. to dedicate one of their big four to a UK pay-per-view. But what WWE have proven, rightly or wrongly, in the past couple of years, is that they can hold shows in Saudi Arabia, Australia, huge stadium shows that have more effort put into them, at least production-wise, than everything apart from Mania, which yeah, is bizarre. Why? Money. Because <laughs> people buy them. Yeah. We need a rich man from the UK to buy a show for the UK. Okay. That's what we need. Uh, Alan Sugar. <laughs> <laughs> and he could do a skit on yeah. the show. It would oh, be brilliant. It'd be great, that. It's <laughs> the bloody apprentice. But my thought is, and I know a lot of people were saying they wanted um, they wanted Drew McIntyre versus Tyson Fury. That yeah. was the rumor. I know. Oh. I don't know about that. I don't know about oh. that at all. I think. Would you want that? Nah. nah. I'd want it just to see what happens. Would you? Yeah, just Tyson to see. didn't fill me with much intrigue no. in Saudi Arabia. What do you time. mean he got up off that giant slam that Braun Strowman gave him? Uh, right, what else did he do? He, he, yep. Well, <laughs> he came out to James Brown. His headwinds he was the best part, by the way. Stealing a dream of yours, I imagine. What you wanted to yeah. Oh, that wasn't your song, was it? What was your entrance music? The Boss. What was his? 
Another James Brown song. Yeah. It's, it's James Brown. Thing. Is that it's not James Brown? I don't know. Richard, sing it. It's your thing. Do, do what, what you want to do. do. It's not, is it? Oh, man, that's not even... Is that James Brown? I don't know. People I don't are think going it is. wild I'm home. not sure. Oh, no. I've mixed up my soul singers. Anyway. Um, it was Diana Ross who did that one for, for Tyson Fury. Yeah. Mm. WWE pay-per-view. Have a, have a NXT UK takeover the night before because as mm. much as we don't really care about NXT UK nor have we been given much reason to... The takeovers have been good. So I think that have a takeover the night before, but have the pay-per-view like full of of moments tailored to the British crowd. Have celebrities show up. Have Wayne Rooney show up again. <laughs> Maybe not Wayne Rooney. Um, but why do we not get that money you've answered? The problem yeah. is you've taken the steam out of my pitch because you answered it within seconds at the start. <laughs> um, so... Your pitch actually is to any billionaire, trillionaires watching. Is there... No, Elon Musk's the first trillionaire, isn't he? Is he? Well, going to be very uh, soon because of this new thing he's launched. Well, You'll I'm know what it's on about. It any... What is it, Richard? Shiva coin. Is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you would know. Aren't um, you a crypto bro? He's a crypto bro. He is a crypto bro. Um, but we need the pitch is to a billionaire just to buy your pay-per-view for mm. the UK. Yeah, okay. That... I'm, I'm on board with that. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. Um, I'll Please. take that. I'll take that then. I mean, yeah, I want to see a UK pay per view. Let's go. But yow. A big time. Yeah, we'll all, we'll, see UK we'll all go down to this imaginary uh, pay per view. No, we won't. We'll sit up here and yeah. cover it for our jobs. Yes. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I can see it not being a major pay per view one. Mainly, be- I, I, I say mainly because of this, but obviously the time difference, like yeah, the, the way yeah, it'd yeah. be broadcast to American audiences and stuff. Um, That's a thing, isn't it? SummerSlam was yeah. in the evening for the UK, but mm-hmm. you couldn't possibly avoid spoilers now, could you, with the internet? No, Yo, that's it. You could in 992, yeah. So I uh, guess maybe... It's like Home Alone versus Home Sweet Home Alone. Yeah. I guess the only way for... I've not it, seen it yet. Have you not? How have Apparently the dodged, it's really bad. How have they dodged the, the modern day technology of everything? Hmm. That's a good That's yeah. a good question. It makes sense in 1992. It, d- it did, didn't it? But now, now when you've got all the security locks and camera, everything... And everything yeah. FaceTime. You you're fine, you, aren't you? you, get, you <laughs> in the night time, you get like the cats going up to the camera and it sets it off and you see your cats fit. It's good. Yeah. It's so good. Um, <laughs> I don't know what I'm on about. What do you think about the, pitch? I think the only way we could see a UK one happen, a UK pay-per-view happen, is if it's in a, like the same kind of vein as a Saudi show in yeah, terms of, you know, like that song. Yeah. Except the last one really was. But what yeah, I said about you five times. Mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, oh. Sorry, oh. Uh, th- but that's the only way I could really see yeah, fair that, enough, that fair happening. Enough. But I mean, I'd, I'd love to go. I mean, don't you give it a yes just because just because I've said it? Uh, no, because don't you do it? I I've never been. Other... I've never been to never a been to WWE pay per view. I've been to shows and stuff. There we go. Actually, be able to go it, to I'm a making it happen. You're making it happen, oh, and I gosh. and I applaud you for that. And I would love to go. But as Ross said, we're probably just sat here just watching it anyway. So we'll have it in Newcastle. But we can pretend. We can pretend. We'll have it in Newcastle. We'll have it in the academy. We'll have it. Yeah. Oh my god. Yes, please. Um. So it's a yes from me because personally, is obviously someone from the UK. I would love to see that and experience it for the first time. So yeah. Yeah. Well, tough. Are we not having it? You picked a job to cover wrestling for. I did. That's true. Therefore, taking your privilege away to enjoy the wrestling you cover. Thank you. Thanks, boss. And on that sunny <laughs> note, on that wonderful optimistic <laughs> note. Hey, did he give one? Did you say? Oh. What did you say? Oh, yeah. You uh, said, yeah? Yeah, the pitch was that we'd need a billionaire to come and buy us oh, a yeah, Ross, of course, yeah, sorry. Ross said yes, but changed my pitch entirely to make it better. Yeah. So, yeah it was fair. <laughs> make, um, it, make, make it, it more sense. accurate. Yeah. Make it, yeah. Otherwise, um, it's not going to happen, is it? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, 
On that wonderful note, though, thank you very much for watching this Pitches video. This has been Nine Pitches for WWE in 2022. Thank you to Ross and Andrew for joining me on this quite hostile. deep quite deep journey at times. Yeah, we discussed hostile. some important and issues. Hostile. We got a bit hostile. But towards the end, though. We yeah, drank some beer as well. Yeah. Leave your thoughts and opinions in that comment section down below and keep an eye out for um, all of our wonderful content coming up this mm -hmm. month as well. Thank you very much for watching uh, and we'll see you very soon. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from.